He grabbed a small handful of dirt and flung it at them. Dunlop fell. His silent lips formed words that were probably not kind. She ignored him, ducking into the fireplace to mark the flu with chalk before he could try again. There's no escaping. You know you shouldn't be here. He shrugged. From her pocket, she pulled her church-issued ectoplasm marker. Nobody ever said the church was clever just that they knew how to protect humanity from spirits, and uncapped it. Dunlop stared up at her, his face rippling in panic. She leaned toward him, and he sank through the floor. Before he managed to disappear completely, she ran back downstairs and grabbed her salt, finishing the hallway while Dunlop floated through the ceiling outside of the circle. In the short time they'd been upstairs, the atmosphere in the room had changed her energy mingling with that of the herbs to fill the room with power. Chess glanced at her altar. The dog's skull rattled and clicked like a set of castanets, rising slightly from the floor. The psychopomp was coming. Dunlop backed away when she started toward him, holding the ectoplasm marker out in front of her. She'd already memorized his passport symbol— Now she just had to get him back into the circle and get the symbol on him before the dog came. Only once had she heard of a debunker who didn't manage it. He got lucky. The dog took the ghost, but that was luck, nothing else. Without the passport, the minute that dog finished materializing could be the last minute of her life. Dunlop bumped into the wall and glanced back, surprised. Ghosts could choose to touch inanimate objects or slide through them, until the object was solidified on the metaphysical plane. I marked them. She used her foot to break the line of salt. You can't get through them. You can't escape. This will be a lot easier if you just relax and let me do my job, you know? Why don't you come here and hold your hand out for me? He folded his arms and shook his head. She sighed. Okay, have it your way. She crushed asafetida between her fingers and sprinkled it over the floor around him. Hiram Dunlop, I command you to enter this circle to be marked and sent to rest. I command you to leave this plane of existence. She jumped when the growl echoed through the room and the skull leaped into the air. The rest of the dog flowed into existence behind it, each bone sharp and clean in the wavering candlelight. Shit, shit, shit. She was still the only one in the circle. Worse, they both smelled of asafetida. She hadn't rinsed her hands yet. The dog, magically created to sense the herb, wouldn't know the difference between them. Chess screamed as the skeletal dog lunged at her, skin and fur growing over its bones. She fell into, fell through, Hiram Dunlop. The cold was worse this time, probably because she wasn't ready for it, or maybe because she was terrified by the sight of those sharp, shiny canine teeth snapping the air only inches from her arm. If they reached her... The dog's mouth closed around her left calf, pulling. Eyes appeared in the formerly hollow sockets, glowing red, brighter as it firmed its grip and tugged. Behind the dog, the air rippled. Shadowy images superimposed themselves over the tasteful taupe walls of the Sanford house, silhouettes gray and black against lit torches. 
Something inside Chess started to give. The dog, the psychopomp, was doing its job, tugging its lost soul out of the Sanford house and into the city of the dead. But her soul wasn't lost, at least not in the way required. Hiram's eyes widened as she reached for him again, her hand passing through his chest. Hiram Dunlop, I command you. The words ended in a strangled gurgle. It hurt, fuck, it really fucking hurt. It was peeling, as if someone was tearing away layers of her skin one by one, exposing every tender, raw nerve she possessed, and she possessed so many of them. Her vision blurred. She could let go if she wanted to. She could float away. The dog would be gentle once it knew it had her and vanish. No more problems, no more pain.